Hello and welcome to the Form and Substance Podcast, a show that is part fictional narrative and part real quotes that I've collected from literature and the web. I'm your host, Roswell Asanibe. This week we'll hear quotes on the theme, Life to the Fullest, along with a bit of breakdown of the themes that I've found present amongst the quotes. Today's update, please help this podcast continue. Details at the end of today's show, and in the show description. In other news, this podcast has a backstory now. As you may have guessed, this story takes place in the reality that lies somewhere between fact and fiction. I think this is a good step for the context of the show, but let me know what you think. Also, yes indeed, I changed today's topic. I had an idea that would work better thematically, so I hope you can forgive me. Without further ado... Let's get into it. Welcome to the Symposium. Each spiritual teacher has received a letter, an invitation to share their wisdom for the Symposium. Each has been invited to a southern United States-style mansion, escorted in various forms of transportation to the home by an individual named Roswell through a shimmering enchanted door. The purpose, they were told, was to record their wisdom for future generations and a great compilation of insight. A script for a podcast, it was called. Many didn't know what it meant, but in their wisdom, knew that the purpose was noble and had agreed to convene. Some rumored that Roswell was a time traveler, others a spirit guide. Roswell was an androgynous and quietly observant individual which suggested to others an otherworldly presence to them. Roswell confessed that they were but a simple seeker with an extraordinary talent for bringing great minds together to collaboration and a good deal of time and dedication on their hands for the moment. But it was clear as the teachers mingled and conversed that they hailed from many different eras and places on the earth. Among them, mystics, researchers, revolutionaries, activists, philosophers, artists, and clergy. Enough people taking up small groups in this corner and that to create a sense that the home was brimming with mental energy, wisdom, and excitement. The symposium, named after the ancient Greek drinking party where philosophical ideas were presented, was slated to be one of the world's greatest meetings to share insight on life. Today, as many gathered in the library, the living room, and the foyer of the house, striking up conversation with one another, A bell rings out, announcing the hour. A hush comes over the home as the guests in the foyer and library make their way inward, convening in the living room to attend the next presentation over this segment's topic, Life to the Fullest. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people will not feel insecure around you, says Nelson Mandela who is the first to speak. We were born to manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to be the same. As we are liberated from our own fears, our presence automatically liberates others.
John Krakauer stands next, saying, So many people live within unhappy circumstances and yet will not take the initiative to change their situation because they are conditioned to a life of security, conformity, and conservation. All of which may appear to give one peace of mind. But in reality, nothing is more damaging to the adventurous spirit within a man than a secure future. The very basic core of a man's living spirit is his passion for adventure. The joy of life comes from our encounters with new experiences, and hence there is no greater joy than to have an endlessly changing horizon, for each day to have a new and different sun. If you want to get more out of life, you must lose your inclination for the monotonous security and adopt a helter-skelter style of life that will at first appear to you to be crazy. But once you become accustomed to such a life, you will see its full meaning and its incredible beauty. Make a radical change in your lifestyle and begin to boldly do things which you may previously have never thought of doing or been too hesitant to attempt. There was weighty silence until Rita Mae Brown, from her seat, breaks the ice. I think the reward for conformity is that everyone likes you except yourself, she says, which causes a swell of laughter from the collective group. The half hour continues with many more contributions from open and expressive individuals from across the room. Finally, as the final minutes draw near, Roswell lets the group know that there was time for one more speaker before the break. Across the room, Charlie Chaplin stands, and Roswell nods, giving Chaplin the floor. Chaplin says, As I began to love myself, I found that anguish and emotional suffering are only warning signs that I was living against my own truth. Today, I know, this is authenticity. As I began to love myself, I stopped craving for a different life, and I could see that everything that surrounded me was inviting me to grow. Today, I call it maturity. As I began to love myself, I quit trying to always be right, and ever since I was less wrong all of the time. Today, I discovered that is modesty. As I began to love myself, I refused to go on living in the past and worrying about the future. Now, I only live for the moment where everything is happening. Today, I live each day, day by day, and I call it fulfillment. As I began to love myself, I recognized that my mind can disturb me and it can make me sick. But as I connected it to my heart, my mind became a valuable ally. Today, I call this connection wisdom of the heart. 
we no longer need to fear arguments, confrontations of any kind, or problems with ourselves or others. Even stars collide, and out of their crashing, new worlds are born. Today, I know that is life. Chaplin bowed and sat. Thank you all so very much was heard from a corner of the room, and the room erupted with applause, honoring all who had shared their wisdom. Hey, welcome back. It's narrator Roswell here. Weird that there's a character in the story who has the same name as me, huh? Let's analyze some themes in the quotes presented. So Nelson Mandela and John Krakauer spoke about insecurity, security, and fear. Mandela reveals that shrinking ourselves to preserve other people's sense of security is not only not enlightened, but it dims our natural light, our divine glory. Krakauer implies that we stay unhappy by keeping ourselves so very secured hoping that it will give us peace of mind when it really just dulls life. The way, then, to truly live life to its fullest seems to be to liberate ourselves from fears, which will liberate others. We do that by changing our lives to live boldly, no longer captive by the seeming comfort of security. I've been thinking of this a lot for myself lately. How security keeps me comfortable, but doesn't allow for any transcendent experiences either. Krakauer and Rita Mae Brown mentioned the idea of conformity, and I think Brown sums it up pretty well with her quote. The thing about it is, everyone likes you except you. Finally, Chaplin's quote has many layers, but I like to bring back the last few sentences where he mentions that we no longer need to fear arguments, confrontations, um, and the like. There's that word fear again. Chaplin's approach to life to the fullest is distinct though, because he brings in the element of loving oneself and that making so many differences in his life. As he began to love himself, he stopped craving a different life. As he began to love himself, he began to live in the moment. He learned modesty, authenticity, all these amazing things. I think this is as great a takeaway message as the idea of being bold or taking risks or shining your light. Um, the idea of loving oneself, loving yourself. And um, I relate that to Brown's message as well. Um, conformity wants you to dislike yourself while everyone else loves you. But when you love yourself, it opens up the possibility for others to do the same. So that's my analysis for now. Thanks for coming with me on that little journey. I hope you got something out of it. After the music break, the future of this podcast is up in the air. Will we catch it? Let's find out. <laughs> So full disclosure, from researching, to writing, to synthesizing, to recording, to editing, this project, 
this podcast is a big project, and so much more so than I realized and that I can do justice with at this time in light of my other personal priorities. Unfortunately, this show didn't get as big of a response initially to it as I thought, which is not bad, and I still think the podcast is a really cool idea, but I realize that I've gone as far as I can alone on this production. I just don't have the means to keep the show going without some outside support. So that's where y'all come in. Maybe. Think of these first few episodes as a pilot or a demo or teaser to give you an idea of what it's all about. I have a narrative in mind spanning about five episodes, which has to do with what happens to all these wise individuals in the symposium and unveils more of the reason why they're there and what it all means. If anyone is listening to this and wants to hear the series continue and that story uh, develop, I'm asking you, let me know. You can do so, like, any way you know how. Just reach out. If there's enough interest in funding, I can consider getting some help, like an editor or writer, and continuing. Similarly, if there's any company, network, or outlet who wants to sponsor, fund, or in any other way pick up this podcast, please reach out to me. If I had a platform or something to help the podcast gain traction, if I had anyone up for volunteering to help out, or if my Patreon were able to pick up a solid base of monthly pledges, you know, the list goes on, but I could make things happen to produce more episodes. Otherwise, you know, that's it for now, and it's okay if that's the case. Um, I hope you enjoyed the series so far, even if there's uh, nothing more to come of it. It was an experience I learned from making it, and it's definitely been really inspiring for me to go through these quotes, read them and share them, analyze them. So by no means was it lost time or anything like that. Okay, that's the end of that whole thing. (laughs) Here's where to find me. Please come talk to me. You can find me at insighttimer.com slash involumes. That's all one word. You can also find me at patreon.com slash involumes. Finally, my website where you can uh, drop me a line directly is roswell.tk slash contact. Thank you once again for joining me, and have an amazing day. Take care, and um, be bold. Love yourself, and um, bye for now.